Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. In this episode, we chat with Leah Sams, founder of Power of Women. Leah is an award-winning British-Malaysian illustrator who got her start in NFTs in 2020. She discusses how art, fashion, and technology unite through the Power of Women NFT. Let's do this. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. Super excited to have Leah Abraham Sams with Power of Women here with us today. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks, Leah. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. Uh, We have been, well, we've been trying to get you on the show for a few months and our schedules just have been not working out for each other, but excited to have you here now. We're finally here. I know, (laughs) I know. I'm here (laughs) and we can have a nice, lovely chat. So I, I just love, I love your story of that you were, you know, working in set and costume design and then 2020 COVID happened and you were like, okay, uh, everything shut down. What am I going to do now? And my, I want to hear like how you went from that to NFTs. Did you already know about NFTs or did everything shut down and you're like, what am I going to do? And then you found out about NFTs. Give us a little background on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love this story because I just don't think I could have write, written it myself. Um, but basically, like me alongside a lot of my friends in theatre, we just like lost our work overnight. I mean, you know, the, this would be, you know, six months in advance of work being booked in and we just like lost overnight. And all of my friends and I were just trying to find a way to um stay creative um and I discovered illustration um and I sort of haven't looked back really I fell in love with you know being able to control the way that I you know my creative process because like running up to this point I kept on you know I felt like I was facilitating um someone else's creative ideas and someone else's dreams so for the first time I felt ownership over my own sort of my own art process, my craft, my, my, my sort of like what I wanted to do. Um, and that was so empowering. And at the same time, my husband, um, who was also in theatre, shifted careers to become a firefighter. So we were both in this process of transitioning. Um, I was trying to sort of build a creative style. I was um, and discovered sort of like drawing women and drawing powerful women in beautiful fashion. Um, and basically started trying to figure out what it was like to be a freelance illustrator, doing commissions, selling on Etsy, not do, being so successful at it. But my husband happened to fall into a um, his first um, firefighting crew and they were obsessed with NFTs and crypto. So it was really, really funny that it was actually his um, shift in career that actually got us down the Web3 rabbit hole. Um, and we basically were like, well, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Um, but he basically had all of my artwork on his phone, and finally, he was showing it to his um, to these five very burly male <laughs> firefighters, and they were flicking through images of like portraits of women being very like you know, some of them were quite feminine, very colorful, like everything to do with fashion, and they were like, yeah, I'd buy that as an NFT. 
and me and my husband like what's an nft um and so we decided to just like mint a first collection without knowing anything about blockchain technology not knowing really what nft was um and two years later here we are <laughs> here we are wow and and you've been very successful in in what you've done so just to give everybody a little background on what Leah's done. So over 400 ETH, which is, and I'm not sure where it is today or when this number was, um, but around 750 to a million approximately. Um, you've been exhibited at Adidas. You're an NFT NYC award winner. Uh, you partnered with Man City. Um, and now you're doing stuff with Layer and uh coinbase so in fact it's dropping today right the the new collab yes so that's is. cool today in the day that we're, we're recording not the day that this is actually going to air so you'll be able to will it be available for purchase it is later so it, or how how's the drop happening i guess the drop is a um I, and i i um would need to double check this but it, it is a seven day open edition um okay. at um 0.005 eth which is around about ten dollars um and it's happening on layer and it's a sort of like um layer and coinbase are um collaborating to basically just have lots of awesome artwork being celebrated while the Miami Art Basel is happening. Um, so I think it's just like, I it's really, really lovely. There are some awesome, awesome artists doing, um, having some incredible additions um, this week. So um, I'm just really super pleased to be part of this sort of like awesome, I don't know, awesome vibe that is sort of Miami and Art Basel. Yeah. And I just wish I was there. <laughs> I know. I we were talking about this before we hit record. I was there last year, and now that I'm talking to you about it, I'm like, oh, now I'm kind of missing it. <laughs> well, I definitely am because London has very miserable weather at the moment, oh, I'm, and I'm, I'm pretty. Sure. I, I, I'd love to be. Um, I'd love to be rocking my vintage car in <laughs> summer <laughs> summer clothes. Right. I uh, love that. I love that. You know, well, Leah, I, I, I'm. I've got the. I have a cool um, Welcome to Miami up on the screen here. And let me just say that when I opened it up, I was like, oh my God, I love it. I, it's so good. It's so good. Like I'm going to, I'm going to get one, even though I'm not in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think, I think that's exactly it. I think it's just, um, uh, I, I would just drawing it. And I think if you were just to collect it, I think you just have a little bit of a slice of Miami, even though you might not be there. So I right. think that was the whole point. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. That's great. That's great. You know, Leah, I'm I'm curious because it sounds like so easy for you, the transition that you made. Um, you were just like, what I heard you just say is like, made a, a career change and then launched uh, my first collection. Like, talk to me about the learning curve that you experienced. Because for many of us, like you said, you didn't have any idea of what the blockchain, how did you educate yourself on uh, kind of what an NFT was and how to even launch? What was that learning curve like? Well, I mean, um, yeah, no, it's, that's a really good question because um, I think there is a lot of barriers to entry at the moment. 
um, especially um, if you may not be tech savvy. Um, I am really, really lucky that my husband um, has been supporting me throughout this entire journey. And Power of Women is made of me and my husband and then um, other people sort of coming in to sort of like help in di on different projects. But um, um, yeah, no, it, it, it's been a bit of a learning curve and it's it's a huge learning curve, especially when we came in and we came in sort of like, um, you know, uh, at the, you know, I think it was sort of like um, September of 2020, um, you know, this was, or oh, 2021. Um, and basically this was sort of like, we were seeing the rise of like female artists and female sort of entrepreneurship coming into the industry. Um, and a lot of us were going, well, excuse me, <laughs> this industry has been here for a while, but why are we only just seeing female representation in the space? Um, and where is all of the um, other sort of like diverse groups? Where are the minority groups? Where, you know, where is the representation here? And so there was a huge learning curve for a lot of a lot of us, like sort of female artists, diverse artists going, feeling like we're having to catch up. And I think I've been really lucky that, you know, um, because my husband and I were in lockdown together, we were together all the time and we were staying creative. And I think what really helps with our relationship is that in theatre, he was what you call the sort of technical side. And I you you would call what I do is sort of like the creative side. And, and those two sort of like departments work together. So we knew the language that we you know that that sort of exists I think in any uh, any company that involves a sort of creative element and and a very sort of like logistical element so we were really quick to sort of learn the language of how to build power of women as a brand but also how to you know we would be learning from each other oh I saw this oh I saw this oh that's interesting you know we were learning not just on social media through Twitter spaces you know, and through Discord, you know, how can we do this and how can we do that? But we all were also learning from each other. So I think that's why we were so, um, so quick, I think, to pick everything up. And also it was baptism by fire. Um, London at the time was like catching up to the US in terms of its, you know, in terms of like having professionals sort of professionals who were in the NFT or blockchain industry or Web3 industry. Um, and so I was like quickly snapped up to be on panels for women, educating women or, edu you know, educating sort of like mm -hmm. people in London who were interested. And yet I still don't know what I was talking about. So I still remember being on a panel and someone was explaining what an NFT was. And I was like, you what? <laughs> Like really? That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. I was like, I should be on this panel. I should be listening to this panel. But I think, you know, we were all learning. So there was not really yeah. anyone who was, you know, like in I think there were very, very few people in the industry, very few people as well in London at that time who, you know, could probably say I am an expert. <laughs> mm -hmm. We were all learning. And, you know, that was just I, I don't know. I think it was just an acceptance that we were all students. <laughs> That's right. great. Yeah, it, it is very interesting. This I feel like this space, just blockchain, NFTs, crypto in general, nobody can really say they're an expert. I mean, you can know a little bit about a piece of it, but you can't you can't know it all. There's just there's too much. And yeah, and it's constantly changing. Yeah. And there's 
I think as well, I think at that time, there wasn't any sort of like official resources. You know, now we're mm. starting to see a little bit more of projects going, actually, here's some free resources to educate the community. And I think, um, but yeah, we were all learning on Twitter spaces. And I think before that, clubhouses, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it's just like, yeah. it's mad, isn't it? That we're in an industry and all, all our information's coming from like shared stories. It's just. Um, right, right. Yeah, cut like random conversation <laughs> late night on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. it was still Twitter. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, if if you like look back on the learning curve that you went on, what would you say to people that are maybe just now getting in in a, into NFTs? What would be like the most important thing or first thing that you would focus on understanding? Um, I know that's a tough question. Yeah, it's, no, it's, a it's lot. interesting. I mean, if, if someone was coming in now, I think it would be very different from when you asked that question a year ago. I think well, we mm -hmm. we were sort of coming out of a bull market. And I think my answer at the, up to that point had always been the same. Um, and it would be just, you know, like, why are you here? What are you trying to do? Find people who are doing similar things to you and learn how they're doing it. I think... When it comes to now, I think, you know, there are less and less people um, who can sustain themselves through a market that, you know, mm -hmm. through the current market. Um, and, you know, what is your intention? Is your intention to be earning a living? Well, not a lot of people are earning a living in this in this sort of industry at the moment. If you are an artist, for example, it's very difficult. I think there is only like you know, the top caliber of artists, maybe who are full time Web3, you know, there are a lot of artists out there who are diversifying, whether that's diversifying into traditional art spaces or commercial art spaces, or they've got a secondary job. And um, so, you know, I think it would be, you know, what is your intention? Are you here because you are interested in the technology? Well, that's great. You know, here are some resources. If you are interested in, you know, um, another way to sell your art and diversifying the way if you're an artist diversifying the way your income streams well that's great but for example where is your community and is your community educated in that you know within the sort of web3 world so it's a very it, it the more i am you know the more i've worked in web3 and the more i've built power of women as a company it's interesting um, because at the beginning, you know, the market wasn't saturated. Now the market's saturated, but but the you know, but the market's not as <laughs> um, abundant. <laughs> I don't know, not not yeah. not the word abundant, but it's not as you know um, bullish. <laughs> um, right. it, yeah. So you know, it's it's. I I think why are you here? Um, what are you trying to learn? And I think then I sort of always point them in the right direction but it's interesting because I think there are still people doing interesting things there are still places to learn new things and mm -hmm. you know regardless of what the market is like the technology is here to stay and we know that um, and we know that it's going to explode at some point whether the masses know that it's going to be web3 technology behind all of you know all of the sort of consuming that they do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's really up to the people who are building. Um, but as an artist, I think, you know, in terms of provenance, like, you know, the fact that blockchain technology can provide, you know, immutable provenance, that's just such a huge pain point in the art world. And at the moment, the traditional art world has not caught up 
to the idea that, you know, this can really solve a massive thing within their industry because provenance is such a such a difficult thing to sort of like discover, especially with all masters. So mm. yeah, I, I, the, it's it's a very interesting space, especially because it's not a bull market. <laughs> right, and I was going to ask yeah. you because like uh, anybody who's been in the space for now a few years has experienced the highs, the lows, and everything in between, right? And we're We've, you know, we're seeing right now as, as of the recording of the show, is the the beginning uh, inclination of some sort of activity coming back in the, the entire space coming back to life, I would say. Um, but I'd love to hear from you. Like, what do you think the future of NFTs? I think for anybody who's who's been in NFTs has the same question. And I want to hear from you. Like, where do you think the future of NFTs is going? Like, what what is an NFT what does it mean? You know, what it meant to us two years ago, I anticipate will be different. I would love to hear from you where you think this space is going. Ooh, interesting. So I, I, I think that, um, I mean, I, I think this technology is to stay like the blockchain technology, the top technology of, um, you know, NFTs, I think it's all going to stay, but in what form, I don't know. I think it's going to go, it's in the process of going through a big rebrand. Um, I think in the future we'll be talking about NFTs, but not calling it NFTs because mm -hmm. NFTs have had a bad flag um, and, you know, it's consistently been getting bad press. Um, I, you know, I, I think we are really in the hands of big brands because while we're not seeing that being publicized, we are seeing big brands coming in like Adidas, Man City, um, Mercedes, you know, all of these big brands are coming in, but they're not advertising that they're coming in. And the way that they are selling their NFTs to their community, they're, they're calling it digital artworks or digital collectibles or, or what, whatever. And I think, you know, for them, this is a great way to, you know, be able to see how their community consumes. And I think, I think what will happen is that we, we, the ma the masses might not be might not know that they're using web3 technology they might just see that you know like oh my consuming you know my the way that i consume goods or the way that i buy goods has become so efficient it's so good and how do they know that i collected this like do you know what i mean these uh, everything seems more catered to me um and i think that's because of web3 technology but i think maybe they just won't know that actually all of this technology that that people have been building or people in this industry have been building over the last few years are going to just make that experience better the way that we connect with the people who are providing goods to us and i think that is something that is just it's going to be in big brands but it's also i think for artists as well it's how we communicate with our community and go actually you know my community loves this aspect of my artwork I'm going to give more of that and I think it's just it's really sort of reshaped the way that we communicate with our community and I think um I think that is to stay I think it's we might not call it web3 or we might not call it nfts I think but but I, the way this this shift in sort of like not having you know um the shift in the way that we communicate with our community and the way that we can be entrepreneurial without being you know um what is it called like gated it's not you know mm -hmm. that we we have ownership over our own products or our own artwork being able to not rely on the fact that we have to have agents or gallerists to sell our artworks I think that's that's here to stay I want to make sure that we talk about your latest 
launch, which is um, the Wolf of Wall Street in collaboration with Lala. I love these. I think they're so cool. Um, just making sure that it's sharing my screen here so you can see the Wolf of Wall Street. And there's a different collection. Yours is this one here. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, no, this has been really, um, really so Tell awesome us a little bit too. about this. Yeah. Well, Lala, um, Lala approached me, um, you know, a couple of months ago to to um, basically be part of their second drop. So Lala is a um, they're a company who have basically negotiated uh, the Wolf of Wall Street IP to produce official Wolf of Wall Street merchandise um, and basically um, be able to use their IP to sell official merch and official artworks. Um, and 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 for this artwork to be on the blockchain, so um, it's been really really cool. And I think you know, in in a space that is full of like um, you know scams and fud, you know, I think it's really like uh, you know I I can't like shout about Lala enough in terms of what they're trying to do to you know that they've done everything in the proper like proper channels, you know obtaining the IP, being able to launch, you know, official merch. This is so, I, I think this is so great for the space. Um, and basically what you do is when you purchase um, an artwork, this is part of Drop 002, which is Naomi Anters, the chat. So exciting because Margot Robbie is having a phenomenal, phenomenal year this year. Right, um, yeah. Good timing. <laughs> the timing is good. Um, but yeah, it's been really cool. They've had five different female artists representing Naomi in five different scenes. Um, and one when, when you purchase um this NFT, which each of them are $99, there's 200 editions of each, but you get a free framed print and a free t-shirt um with this artwork on it, plus access to to like um unseen parts of the movie. Um, oh, fun. And also like token gated um, parts of the Discord and discounts on all of their official merch. So it's really, really cool. Um, such a cool project to be on. And also like, you know, the fact that we have, you know, to have a, to be able to commission, to have the, you know, be able to use the Wolf of Wall Street IP like as an artist. Yeah. That's like mental to have that sort of like connection to a Hollywood film um, and to yeah. be able to do this within the Web3 world. I think it's such a good thing for the space. That's so I love cool. It. Um, well, I just I want to say thank you so much for being here today and super excited for everything that you have going on. I want to yeah. I want to make sure and tell everybody um, to who's listening or watching to go check out your website, Power of Woman. Io, and you can find everything that you have going on there. What is the best way to keep up to date with what you have happening? Is that X or? Yeah, everything. Instagram so, well, or... X, um, I'm on X as Power of Women Art on Instagram at, at, with Power at Power of Women Art. But also, you can subscribe to my um, you can subscribe to my emails uh, newsletter, a Power of Women newsletter through our website. Um, and you can, you know, be up to date without feeling like the algorithm maybe is not showing you the kind right. of things that you want to be shown. So um, that's also an option. Um, but yeah, it's it's really exciting stuff. And can I just share something that is coming in the works? Of course. Do yes. it. Well, 
so we're yes. shifting a little bit away from Web3, but um, I'm Power of Women is going to have its like little mini boutique fashion line, which is going to have Ooh. some of my prints on it. So I'm really, really excited for this. So this is coming soon. We're, we're, we're oh, in the mid process now. That's awesome. <laughs> that's I so wait. exciting. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Um, so definitely, you know, go check out the website subscribe, follow, do all those things. And um, we will have links to all of all of your stuff in the show notes, which you can find at the niftychicks.io. Thank you, Leah. And um, I guess we'll just, you know, all keep FOMOing over Art Basel and just have to, you know, live vicariously through everybody's posts. <laughs> yeah me too me too um but thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it I'm so glad that the stars aligned and we could all be here together um, I know, to me too. Yeah. yeah oh thank you so much for having me well I hope everyone really enjoyed that interview with Leah Sams I just think she's amazing and I really love the artwork uh that Power of Women has out there and that Leah's done I hope you guys all go take a look at that and possibly um, purchase something if it if it suits your desires. So I just want to say thanks for listening to the Nifty Chicks. Remember to invest in yourself. You are worth it. Please listen carefully to the following disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guests of the Nifty Chicks podcast are acting in the capacity of financial advisors. We wish to remain transparent and impartial to the NFT community at all times, and therefore, the content provided by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests are intended for general information purposes only. Nothing written or discussed by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests should be construed or relied upon as investment, financial, legal, regulatory, accounting, tax, or similar advice. Nothing should be interpreted as a solicitation to invest in any cryptocurrency or NFT, and nothing herein should be construed as a recommendation to engage in any investment strategy or transaction. Please be advised that it is in your own best interest to consult with investment, legal, tax, or similar professionals regarding any specific situation and any prospective transaction decisions. You must do your own research when considering investing in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. We are simply sharing our journey with you as we learn more about the world of NFTs. Happy minting.